Hello, everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Thousand Pressure Podcast, the only bi-weekly actual play podcast that does not release on a bi-weekly schedule, thereby being an oxymoron in and of itself. I am your host and GM, uh, Rose Brown, and I am joined here today by my two players. Hi, my name's Ren, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Keratos. Hello, I'm Karina, I use any pronouns, and I play Rickethy, the dirty rap boy. Dirty rap boy, love him. So... As you may have noticed, uh, and I'm sure most of our listeners at this point are aware, but in case we're big and huge in the future and, you know, all that jazz, there has been another roster change-up. So Tony and Amber uh, both left for the same reason, basically. They're both busy. It's hard to get this scheduled, and they decided to just bow out after um, a couple of unsuccessful attempts to record or just not being able to even attempt to schedule anything because anytime... We were all free except for them. They went free, and so we and th- so they ended up deciding to drop the podcast. And you may have heard the new voice of Karina. Uh, that is the new voice of Karina. The new voice of Karina. The new, the voice, new voice of Karina. Of Karina. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the head of Bo, whatever it is from Doctor Who. The face of Bo. <laughs> uh, close enough. Uh, head, the face. Head mm, there's a joke there. <laughs> Um, but anyway, it's me and those two. Oh, by the way, I didn't say my pronouns. I use she, her, even though, you know, you can tell I'm not exactly, uh, a cisgendered woman, as one might say. But anyway, uh, so these are the two players, uh, Ren and Karina, the voice of Karina. And we are going to have two to three more players joining us, uh, in the coming weeks. However, when exactly they will be joining us is up for... Not debate, but more of like, <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying, right? It's gonna happen. Interpretation? <laughs> yeah, you know, let's just keep all of this in and show how organized we are. Well, so, to do the Matthew Mercer version, when last we left off, the Mighty Knight, no, um, when last we left off, our, the original cast, uh, had just cleared out the menagerie. I mean, I had a bit of a monologue at the end regarding, like, what happened to all the animals and whatnot. And when they get back to the station, Kevitas, Numathis, Tessarin, Ethi, and Aliara, you're congratulated on a good day's work. Like, Rosbeck himself is like, mm, I hate you still. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, the bad man. <laughs> <laughs> Language. <laughs> the not nice man. The not nice man. But yes. And so... Keritas returns home for the night slash whatever. You are told that you do have about a week of downtime. Well, a week of t- a week of time off. In game, it's a week of downtime, but like in terms of narrative, it's just like some time off for you know, job well done, and also you probably need some time to de-stress. So, what are you doing with your time off, uh, Keritas? I want to visit my parents and my friends, and I want. Can I say, can I ask for a hyena friend? Hey, then that's where I was going. So, um, you visit your parents. They, they kind of, do you tell them what happened? Oh, yeah. They fuss over you, but they don't, they understand that you're not exactly in a super safe line of work. So they are worried, but they also understand that you can probably handle yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been sent over there. Uh, so they fuss over you, bake uh, you a cake. Yeah, and it's a catfolk-sized cake because I don't. It hasn't been mentioned before, but Caritas is adopted. Yeah. And so your mother, Kimka, looks sort of like 
black with a white underbelly, but since she's an anthropomorphic cat, it's, you know, not quite underbelly. Sorry, what? A tuxedo cat? That's what those are called? Hey, Marshmallow, you're a tuxedo cat. She's just looking at me. Yeah, um... And your, uh, your dad is looks a little bit like Aliara. There is no relation, but he's more like the, the, the tiger stripes, etc. And as stated, they fuss over you, but ultimately they they kind of just like, okay, honey, job well done. You did a great job. Please be safe. And we love you. And all that junk. Did they say anything to Numathis? Your parents have never really liked Numathis. I wonder why. <laughs> he's a little bloodthirsty. And his voice changes between every episode. And it's kind of hard for them to let themselves like him. Numathus wants to eat them, I'm guessing. No, you see, Numathus doesn't want to eat them. Numathus wants to eat uh, Ashelmi, which is, as if you remember, your little sister. I see. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did we ever establish an age for her? Nope. Let's, uh, let's call her, like, 12. And so Numathus is like, mm, little children. Makes sense soft meat and then you just kind of smack him dealing yourself one point of damage because the hit points are linked <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. hey smack him you get a bloody nose what are you my doing mom's a doctor. yeah your mom's a doctor fixes you up she hits new mothis you start bleeding again she fixes you up <laughs> now but, um let's call that like the middle of that week of downtime and on the back end you are approached by tessara and tessara is Shaking the branches, you know, at you in, a, in an approximation of a wave. Hey, uh, Hi, I don't have a voice because Rose didn't think to come up with uh, a voice, even though it's usually just Tony's voice. I sound like Tony. Yeah, crazy. Um, so here's the thing. Would you mind helping me relocate some of these animals? We're, we're looking to relocate them into publicly funded zoos or those that are fit to be in the wild out to the wild. Uh, I kind of took up part of this task because, well, you know, druidness. By the way, the entire time, they're on top of uh, Ethy, and Ethy towers over you. I'm used to it by now. Hopefully, considering you fought by her side. Um, I'll take my neck hurt, though. Anyway, yeah, so you're like, your neck hurts like, hey, Tessara, and Tessara's just kind of looking down at you, shaking the branches. Um, And you're able to, you know help relocate most of them. They go out to, like, um, publicly funded zoos, of which I imagine there are at least a couple in Absalom. Yeah, and the ones that can be released are released. The Ancrav, as mentioned at the end of last episode, is put down because it is uh, a little aggressive. Just a little. So, Tessara is having trouble finding homes for the hyenas. Oh, more specifically, all of the hyenas. Because the two that you fought, quote-unquote, because, you know, Tessara used druid powers, uh, weren't the only two. There were about a half-dozen. The spaces in Absalom available for them the, can't accommodate all of them. At the most, they could accommodate all but one. And so one of the hyenas does not have a home. And when talking with Tessara about this, but like, and um, like various public figures, like, hey, what should we do about this last hyena? It slowly starts to grow attached to you, like nuzzling your hand more, more so than it would Tessara's, or like 
um, as you're spending more and more time with it, it's it's like getting more and more warmed up to you, and it actually lets you pet it, which it hasn't really let anyone but Tassara because druid powers. I love. And ultimately, you are able to hold on to him, if that makes sense. I like hyena. Uh, what would you like to name them? Am I allowed to name them Carcat? <sighs> Unfortunately, yes. Cat. <laughs> I hate you. Hyenas are like dog cats. And that's why you chose the name. No other reason. Definitely. I hate you. Well, well, uh, downtime out of the way. Astute listeners may realize that we didn't really do like proper downtime, like earn income, gather information, etc. That's because Ren really wanted us to, um, you know, just talk about their parents and go to and get a hyena. Speaking of a hyena, you leveled up, if you Yay. remember. So, what, we're using the free archetype rule. What archetype did you select? Be, uh, 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 be, 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 be. Beastmaster. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah, so now uh, Ren is playing my fantasy of a character with 30 animals. My fantasy too. Because they also have, uh, like, summon animal spells and whatnot. You, when you report back to duty the next week, when you were told to, which would be... Okay, but here's a good question while you try to find it. Oh, I found it. Is Numafus jealous of the hyena? He pretends not to be, <laughs> but you'll notice, like, he'll, like, look over when you're petting him, like, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have an empathetic link with him that, uh, so you're able to feel a little bit of jealousy, but, like, when you mentioned it, he just kind of, like, turns his nose up and discuss it. He gets extra pets when he's being jealousy. I do not like pets, he says as his tail wags. Exactly. <laughs> I am a very dignified and majestic creature of murder. Sure you are. I'll kill you. In your dreams. I... okay. Hooray. <laughs> he doesn't move away, even despite his protestations. So anyway, uh, you show up to work, uh, being the, the the headquarters of the Edgewatch in, you know, the Precipice Quarter, etc., etc., it is currently the 8th of Eridus, 4720 AR, uh, but it's been a week. It's a star day, which means it's a Saturday. And when you show up, you you notice neither Aliar no, nor Tessara are there. I am sad. Do you bring it up, or are you just like... Well, I don't bring it up at first, because I'm like, well, maybe they just are taking an extra day off, but then I get worried, and then I bring it up. Can I bring it up to the hot man? Sergeant Olo? Yeah. <laughs> Please stop calling me Hot Man. Hey, Hot Man. Okay. You know where Tessa is? Tessara and Aliara. Aliara, yeah. yeah. Aliara is taking an extended leave of absence. Oh. Tessara and Ethi are currently looking into the poisoning that occurred that caused the animals to go wild. Oh, okay. We figured with their natural, with their skill with animals in nature, they might be able to help us out with that more so than your average Joe. Yeah, that makes sense. I know. Thank you. You're welcome. Keep looking the way you do. I hate you. <laughs> I hate me too. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well now I'm sad because no one told me. Oh yeah, uh, so that's, that's, that's the in-universe reason for, you know, the characters going away. Because I don't want to just be like, oh, you can't make it in the podcast? Well, your character's going to get blown up. You know what I mean? Because that's that's not exactly a pleasant thing to do. Mm. Yeah. Sounds very Joss Whedon. Oh, yeah. You walk into Grosbeck's uh, office, and 
he's sitting there behind his desk as per usual, though, you know, as per usual, he could be getting up and slamming his hand on the desk at any given moment because he is a very angry man. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a hyena now, so You're it's okay. Not, you don't have a hyena in the god <laughs> precinct. Oh. They're not gonna... Hey, you know this this rabid animal that almost uh, that almost killed somebody? Should you just let it walk around in the headquarters? But it loves me. Exactly. Um. So Grosbeck is there with his you know shining plate with the handlebar mustache, etc. Uh, beside him, but like not like beside within a feet within a few feet, but more like off to the side, is a not a dirty rat boy. <laughs> uh, he's had a bath, but there is a rat man. Off to the side. And when Grosbeck see- sees you, he goes, <clears throat> Well, 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 if it isn't Caritas. Hi. Hi. Uh, so, he- here's the gist of what's going on right now. Here's your next mission, basically. So, you remember how you fought those skeletons a while ago? Yeah. You know how, basically, it's been discussed that there's, there are some undead just kind of in abandoned buildings and we're trying to clear them out? Yeah. Yes, that, that is a problem. However, another problem is that we are rather understaffed. Yes, we are. So, what we're going to do, a priest of Serenray, Serenite, whatever her name is, uh, the goddess of the sun. You know her, don't you? You do. Ren probably doesn't. But Serenray is the neutral good goddess of the sun, hates undead, loves redemption, but is not afraid to, like, strike down people that are just pretending to be redeemed. I don't like her. That doesn't sound super great. What I mean is, like, if you try to be like, oh no, I'm redeemed, haha. And then you go start killing people again. She's like, okay, here's a sword. Just meant because she's a god. Ah, yes. That old backstory thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I know you don't really get along with clerics. However, being that we are going, we are sending you into an abandoned house with a couple of undead, and Sarah Ray hates undead, we figured it'd be nice for you to have a priest on your side, especially considering, again, we are understaffed. Speaking of, meet Rickethy. Hello. All right, Rickethy is... Humming an old uh, rat shanty. He's not even paying attention. Do I recognize it? What does a rat shanty sound like? Oh, all right. Okay. So he came from the sewers. So it's about his um his home. So he's just kind of sitting there going rolling down the <laughs> 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 rolling down the sewer. Yep, something like that. He's singing it's a shanty. It's just that. It's just that. And he's not even paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just um he's having a great time. You, you know, he's outside. He's not outside. Yeah, he's outside of. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) I recognize the shanty because of my friends. Um, go ahead and make me a uh, society check. Society, society. It's a, it's a skill. I'm trying to find skills. Ooh, baby. (laughs) Not only do you recognize it, you understand. Oh, hold on. What'd you roll? A twenty-one. What, what was it on the die? A natural twenty. See that. We gotta actually remember to do that. Um, not only do you recognize the shanty, you recognize that he's getting the woods wrong. He's like, I'm <laughs> rolling down the sewers, I got mud all in my hair. And it actually goes, I'm scrolling down the sewers. Gosh. Feces, the impolite word for feces in my hair, not mud. And that sort of thing. Do you correct him? No. Okay. So you're sitting there like, <laughs> are you? Okay. Uh, Grosbeck, however, just slams his hand on the desk and says, Would you be quiet? I don't uh, like you. He doesn't like anyone. 
No, he doesn't he like doesn't... anyone. Hang on, I, f- I forgot my voice for him for a second, and I just, like, said gibberish. I've never heard your voice for him before. I don't have one. Perfect. <laughs> well, no, I like, it's either gonna be, like, a kind of southern... Well, you uh, have partner. I don't like you either. No, like, a dirty southern... Well, or, like, you um... have partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or, not that um... kind of dirty? Oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's gonna be... Okay, I got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So he just kind of, he just kind of like turns around slowly, has a little look on his face. I mean, a screw you look on his face. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm going to go ahead friendly. and roll an intimidation check uh, for Graspec, who has a plus 19 to this roll. Oh man, he only got a 23. What's your will DC? <laughs> you check the oh, skull. I, oh, uh, I don't. I'm checking the skull. There's nothing here. You so click you go- the skull, and then you click PCs. PCs, yeah. Okay. And then you click on Rickety, uh, and then over to- You will DC just your will plus- You will modify a plus 10, so that's going to be 16. Yeah, you're frightened of him. Frightened one to be specific, oh, which means you take a minus one penalty to everything. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, for one round, basically. But yeah, so like, when you say that, he kind of like looks at you, his, his eyebrows furrow, the cigar is bit in half, like part of it falls to the ground. He's like, what did you say to me? Uh, Rickety gulps aloud. Mm-hmm, that's what I thought. Well, this right here is a worthless piece of poop, but also <laughs> he is not worthless. Uh, so we caught him doing some rural banditry, not rural, urban banditry. Uh, you know, just like uh, d- being a petty thief. Considering that it, his infractions were minor and that we are severely understaffed, he's basically on probation. Caritas, you're in charge of him. So, uh, if this goes well, you know, regardless if it goes well, his sentence is going to be reduced. If his sentence, if he does not go well, like if he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to stab Caritas, blah, 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 that's not going to really fly, as the kids might say. Yeah? Yeah, he probably won't stab you. Will you stab him? Uh, no. Thanks. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> he does not make eye contact when he says this. Oh no. <laughs> uh, well, regardless, uh, you are prompt. Uh, you are shortly joined by a- another individual whose character sheet I need to pull up because I have always been prepared. Did we talk to each other during this time? Oh, you can. Um. So, uh, are you from the sewers? Mm-hmm. Are they nice? Yeah, they're great. They're they're beautiful. You know, they're they're sewers. What do you expect? You <laughs> know, home's the home. As uh, Rickethy is ba- is being a smart aleck to Caritas, a half-elven man walks in, uh, dressed in robes, uh, uh, symbol of Saren uh, Rayanum, which is it is an angel uh, in kind of like a T pose, but with the arms up. You know what I mean? See. Uh, with like angel wings and a sun behind her. He has like a necklace with with that on his necklace. I'm very, I almost said illiterate. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm very descriptive. He uh, he just kind of comes in and says, uh, so we're going to be clearing out the, uh, the undead located in the building across the street from the Dragonfly Pregoda, right? And Graspec uh, nods and goes, mm-hmm. You're going to be taking this rat and this lizard, and you're going to be going underground and dealing with someone dead and coming back. And we appreciate you volunteering. And the half-elf nods. Do you appreciate me helping? This is your job. 
<laughs> so appreciate Okay, I appreciate you. Thank you. Don't tell anyone. I've, I don't tell anyone I've ever said that. Oh, I, I will. Kill, I will fire you. That makes Rick sense. Ricky senses some daddy issues. <laughs> 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 and he snickers in the corner. Jesus Christ! So, um, you guys make your way to the Dragonfly Pagoda, which is a dragonfly-shaped building that is meant to be 20 or so stories tall, if you've heard the rumors correctly. However, due to some labor issues, it's only at floor 2 right now, but that's not really your your goal right now. Uh, your goal is the building across the street from that, which has yellow fantasy police tape, which just says, do not cross fantasy on it. Uh... <laughs> It's it's police tape, but you know fantasy police tape because this isn't the real world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You uh, make your way across and make your way in, and you see, and you make your way across the police tape, and you see a uh, a gaggle of kobolds, sort of like a murder of crows, but with kobolds. Um, a group of boys. That's the technical term for kobolds. Uh, red scaled, there's one that's like a couple of inches taller than the rest, and the rest seem to look up to them. And when you come over, they kind of like scurry at all of them, kind of like turn and like scurry up to you, like, uh, he- he- hello, are you f- are you from the Edge Watch? We are from the Edge Watch. Oh my god, that's crazy. Uh, so you're gonna you're here to deal with the the undead beneath the you know in that house? Yes. So we can do our jobs. Yeah, job, jobs are important. We we that my job is get rid of heads. Uh huh. I just want to fight some 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 dudes. Can we just get on with this? Oh, okay. Uh, so if you just go in that room and Talithel, he didn't actually give his name. His name is Talithel, the half the half elf. Uh, he introduces <laughs> himself on the way over. Like, mm, I am Talithel, uh, cleric of Serenray. Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm not exactly a fighter, but I am gifted with the blessing of her divine light. Great. I'm sensing some real hostility here, and I'd love to mediate this. However, there are abominations crawling underneath the the surface of the earth right now, and it's our job to deal with them. Agree. Rickety snorts. Okay, we're going to end this this mini scene and go back to the other scene now. Uh, if this was a a visual medium, that would be that would be where the Batman symbol would just like come up and come down. So, the building itself is decrepit, as one would expect from a uh, building that's collapsed in on the earth and was part of an earthquake. Well, was in an earthquake. It wasn't part. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of hard to get in, but the the basement levels are still intact, which is where the undead were. Found this. You you told all this information from the um, kobolds who are like, yeah, um, there are some undead, and we are not fighters. Could you deal with them, please? Shoot, man. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect. So, you you go inside the house. Well, inside the basement, and you immediately notice that there are. A couple of odd things. Um, for instance, if you... Uh, Talithel has a torch because he is a half-elf and does not have dark vision. Everyone else here has dark vision, though. But Talithel has a torch, and as the light of the torch goes 
beneath the ground into the the actual basement level. There is it looks like there's just like weird marks, but if you like look at them as a whole, you see like flies, like big fly shapes, if that makes sense. Ah, fly shapes. Oh no. Or you'll like or you'll like see like a half rotted corpse if the way uh, in, like painted on the wall if you paint if you turn your eyes just right and look out from the corner of your the uh, corner of your eye you might be able to see like a half rotted corpse or a disease uh, or a or banquet or a disease ridden uh lecher what was That's this building it. for again so officially it was it used to be a bar uh-huh that's all you Did have. I investigate? That's exactly what I was going to recommend. Could everybody make me a religion check, please? Um. You're trained in religion already, I know that. I got an 11. I can't see my... So if you click on your character sheet, and then uh, for, uh, the fourth one from the right is going to be a hand, like the uh, buttons that you can press to get to different sections. The hand is skills. Uh, and then you can go down and press that plus zero next to religion and it'll roll it for you. Oh, wow. Handy. Handy. Okay, I rolled an 11. As well. Uh, neither of you are... Neither of you really recognize this. Uh, thankfully, uh, 19 on the die plus an 8 religion from Talothel gets us a, uh, 27. So, mm-hmm. uh, the half-elf kind of stops and his lip turns into a sneer. Uh, as he dips his torch to examine, like, the markings on the wall. Are either of you familiar with the creation of undead? Like, what happened to cause the first undead to be made? I'm guessing Caritas is, but Ren isn't. You might be, actually. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and give a brief refresher, because Rickethy over there has no idea what any sort of religion is. So, when this- there was a woman named Urgothoa. She was a gluttonous- woman lived life to the fullest and then some she would uh, she engaged in cannibalism her and her followers would kill and maim and spread disease just for no reason uh and when she died on her way to the boneyard which is of course all of us know this where souls go in the afterlife yeah the power of her her thirst for life caused her to step off the path to the boneyard and become the first undead. This is... This this place appears to be sacred to her, the Pallid Princess. No wonder there are undead here. She's Lord of Undead. Wow. You know, see, it's really, uh, it's really great that I'm, uh, that I'm able to get out here and get educated, you know? So, you know, stuck in my cell, I can't really learn much. See, it's really, uh, if you think about it, it'd be cool if I could have this opportunity for, you know, forever, you know? Uh, <clears throat> can't really learn much in a cell, so if I could be, like, free, that would be, a, you know, just an example of what I could, what I'm capable of as a, as a member of society. <laughs> I'm sure if you redeem, if you turn to the other, another, a new leaf, and act mm-hmm. with the best interests of yourself and your fellows at, no, your fellows at heart, not just yourself, I'm sure the light of Ray will guide you to greener pastures. Yeah, 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 my fellow, yeah, greener pastures, great. Like the sound of that. <clears throat> I do, too. Have you considered joining the church? Um, anyway, is the god lady here? Oh, no, you would die instantly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you are level two. Um, 
Guards generally are level 20, uh, or above level 20 in, yeah, in first edition, minor guards had stat blocks and were like level 28 in junk. You would die instantly. Anyway, that was Caritas interrupting, being very rude. New Malthus approves. Oh, no, what do you say? If Ogothoa was here in the flesh, or in her case, the bone, I suppose, we would we would die instantly. There's nothing we would be able to do. Greatest oh, really? Of... Yes, really. What are you... Okay. That's just... That's some good information. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Okay, let's just go. Let's just move on. Um, so, moving forward, uh, <laughs> with tense air between all of you, Rickety's like, oh man, I'm gonna show these guys I'm a good person so I can steal some more stuff and all that junk. And then there's this religious tension between... I almost said Norgaba. Uh, <laughs> Norgaba is another god. Between Keritas and Talifel and all that. Continuing along the passage, most of the doors that you come across are just crushed. Like, it's. The Kobolds did a good job of, like, clearing out most of the basement, but they weren't able to, you know, like, fix a whole. Uh, like a whole room, they weren't able to just like uncollapse it. So like some of the parts they just kind of like left for later. However, you do come across a set of double doors, wooden and remarkably well preserved. If you cast the tech magic, it has very faint transmutation magic on it, probably just to keep it going. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Why did I join in? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're able to. You you come across this. Uh, this door, and this is the only complete door that you've actually, like, seen, and it's at the end of the passage that you're in, which, you know, would imply that the undead would be on the other side of the door. Lumalthus, you should go first. I mean, if you want me to, I'll rip their heads off in life and in death. I don't really care. Sounds good, buddy. It does. I don't think they'll taste nice, though. He pushes open the door... And what lays before you is my beautiful map. Yay! Yeah, so you're actually on this side. I don't actually have a token, so we're going to use uh, this, an NPC I made. That's not what he looks like at all, by the way. That's just an NPC I had. I see. Where's the Malthus? Right here! Yay! So we're, we're just going to put it like this. It's a set of double doors, so you would be able to, um, to abreast. And then Card Cat, whose name I still hate, is there. <laughs> so opening the door, you see before you a, sto- a long stone table with about a dozen chairs bringing uh, it. It's long, sort of like a rectangular shape. Sitting in, a, in some of the chairs are skeletons. You know, like face down, dead. It's been a while. On the actual table itself lie a few more skeletons uh, with disturbingly colored stains across the table. You can probably infer what that is. At the head of the table, um, if you're looking at the map right here, there lies another skeleton with a with a a sort of crown of sorts uh, made of finger bones. Numathus pushes into the room and nothing really happens. But with the three bodies atop the table, the heads of them, one of the heads just rolls off the table. Mm-hmm. And then the other two just kind of turn to look at Numathis. Uh, dead eyes, gone, 
but still facing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have to, well, I have to, I'm going to ask everybody to roll for initiative. Yay. So how that's going to work is you can just roll a d20 and add your initiative bonus, or you can click, if you click on your, your token, go to attributes and go initiative perception. Your choice. Wow, he did amazing. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about Talifel. He rolled a two. Oh, okay. So what did you get? Four total of. All right. Uh... Oh, you rolled a five for a total of eleven. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot what the original number was. So yeah, that's <laughs> perfect. Well, something, but it says Caritas's turn. Yeah, that, we ignore that for now. Should I roll again? Oh wow, he's still got a twelve because he has a plus twelve. Uh, Numathus and Cardcat don't have separate initiatives, but you want to what do have initiatives? Skeletons. These guys. <gasps> Bone boys. Bone boys. We only have three, no. yay. They are, okay, they are a lot smaller than the token suggests. They're actually tiny size, the size of a humanoid head. Wow. And let's see what they get for initiative. Oh. Uh, 24. Uh, so... You can probably guess uh, who goes first. Uh, it will be my boys, the skeletons. They, for the purpose of narrative, they were probably on edge. Well, on edge, they were probably awakened because the kobolds, you know, mucked around and chased, and they got chased out. And now these guys are just kind of, I'm an undead, so I just gotta sit here and kill. <laughs> Round one. It is seven head one, as I like to say. This severed head right here is going to fly forward and bite at Numathus. Yay. Yay. Uh, I don't think a 12 will hit. Numathus. Nope. Uh, does Numathus have better AC than me? Yes, he does. Probably. Not by much. By only one, but still. So the skeleton not, uh, the skeleton kind of scatters a little bit as the head just plows through the bones, goes towards Numathus, bites down, and just can't get a grip. Uh, being... A, an undead creature, it doesn't necessarily have a lot of tactics, so it's just going to bite again for a nine. Nope. Don't think that'll hit. Uh, number nope. two's turn is up, uh, as I like to affectionately call it. It is also just going to bum rush Numathus. Uh, will a 19 hit? Yes. How much damage is that? Okay, that's not a lot of damage. So, Numathus, are you ready? Takes a grand. Oh, that's extra match damage. Takes a grand total of five damage. Um. Oh, which means you take 5 damage, so just click on yourself and subtract 5, so you should be at 25. The Severed Head then flies forward, bites down Dumathus, and then continues to bite. Like, just it bites, and then it goes... This is a great time for Dumathus. It's just gnawing down. I don't think a 15 will hit, though. Nope. And then finally, set number 3, I start off off the table because it rolled off. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Also bites Numathus. I don't think a 12 will hit, though. Nope. And I don't think uh, a 4 will hit, either. Nope. Uh, actually, yeah, my, my uh, AC went down by 13 points in between this attack and the next. Uh, next up in the initiative order, then, is going to be our buddy, old boy, Talithel. He makes a start before raising his hand. Uh, Talithel is going to do what clerics do best and cast Divine Lance, which is going to deal good damage. Before he does so, though, he's going to block 5, 10, 5, 10, 20... No, okay. 
he's going to move right here so that way he doesn't accidentally hit one of you and launch a beam of golden light. An 11 will miss though. Sucks to be him. So he goes, ah, I'm dead. <laughs> By the light of said, I smite you. And I missed. Woo! Great job, God. Why do you blasphemize so much? <laughs> Are you trying to get struck down? Maybe. Okay. Well, uh, Rat Boy. Rat Boy. I didn't give you your weapons, but you have a whip and okay. a uh, rapier. Yes. Because we. Oh, I have a question. Go ahead. Am I, like, am I restrained in any way, or are they just letting me walk around? Like. So, they're letting you walk around because, again, it wasn't a very huge thing, but they did mm-hmm. have a spell cast on you called Geas, okay. um, which is uh, basically you, uh, they basically said, follow your probation uh, with a third level <laughs> ritual spell, and for one, how long does it last? Never mind, no idea. Well, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> um, you, you've basically just been uh, cursed curse quote-unquote to follow your probation so you're not restrained but you do have a spell cast on you okay so it'd be impossible for me to like run away not impossible but you would need yeah yeah okay uh i'm gonna i want to whip somebody so first uh, i'm gonna assume you had your whip out and the whip does have reach so you can just attack right now okay oh no i'm trying to roll 5d20s don't do that don't don't do that. There I know we what go. I'm doing. Oh, oh hmm. well. What'd you get, Karina? Okay, so I rolled a one. <laughs> so you you take your whip, go spectacularly, whip out, and you just carve the space around it. Like you make a perfect outline in the air of the skull. Go huzzah! <laughs> I'm a swashbuckler. Huzzah! 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 Yeah. And everyone is suddenly second guessing, letting me out. Yeah, they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you still have two actions left. What would you like to do? Can I try again? You can. You will take a minus five penalty to the strike. You could, however, do swashbuckler things, like attempting to tumble through its space in order to, um... I, I could do that, but for the sake of, um... He, he's gonna he's gonna pass that off as, like, a intimidation tactic and then do it again. <laughs> 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 it's alright. It's fine. It was just to, to rattle him a little bit. And then here's the real one, you guys. Okay, something happened. I don't you think rolled I did. It. I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I rolled a <laughs> eleven. Perfect. That uh, also misses. Great. <laughs> yeah, that also misses. So you uh... lash out, lash out again. You give over, well, give you the most winning smile to Carrie Toss, and Carrie Toss kind of looks like. Great job, buddy. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad you're my partner for this mission. Yay! You still have one action remaining. <laughs> okay, so I could do, I could do other things. Um, you can. You could attempt to recall knowledge. You could move. You could uh, pull out your rapier instead. Oh, actually, I'm guessing you probably had both out. Although no, you do have I, dueling. I, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. You do have dueling parries, so you probably yeah. only have one out. Yeah. Um, I probably can't move and attack because I already used my first two turns, right? Yeah, you still have, you only have one action remaining. Alright. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move. Might I recommend something? Yes. I would recommend you tumble through the space, because it's a swashbuckler. You gain um 
bonuses whenever you do a sufficiently daring action, such as tumbling through an opponent's space. Uh, Panache mm-hmm. will give you bonuses to speed, skill checks, and damage. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I haven't. Lo- I should have probably looked over my stuff before we did this, but yeah, I can do that. Yeah, it's been a minute since we made your character. Uh, just um, move anywhere that's not the table, and roll an acrobatics check. All right. How far can I move? Okay, so tumbling through means you have to go through their space. Oh. <laughs> can I be on a chair? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? Let's go for it, bro. <laughs> Tumble on the chair and then sit. Roll the acrobatics check because you might mess up. Uh. <laughs> so what'd you roll? I rolled a 12. Well, that does not beat its DC of 14. Jesus. What number did you roll on the die, by the way? Three. That's a four, <laughs> but yes. Four. I can count. Listen. So if you got a six embedded, you would have made it, but you didn't. Uh, so that's a failure, which means your movement ends and you trigger reactions as you have moved out of the space you started in. And thankfully, these guys don't have attack of opportunity. Otherwise, you would have just gotten bit. Yeah. Able to tumble and then like run into one of the dudes and. You see the skull sized. So kind of what happens is you, you kind of tumble in, you headbutt it, you kind of like stand something <laughs> back a little bit, like oh Jesus Christ. There's like a little trickle of blood, not enough for like a point of damage or anything, but enough that it's just like, oh man, I really suck at this, huh? He's under pressure. <laughs> he's he's having trouble performing in front of all these people. Oh no. <laughs> Next up is going to be Caritas. I am going to boost Idle on. Are you going to perhaps act together? And act together. I forgot about that one. Act together, boost Idle on. And then we are going to fight the one in front of us. Woo! Uh. I got. I rolled 27. Uh, go ahead and roll me damp. Well, roll the critical damage, actually. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, um, Numathus uh, goes forward after being, like, bitten at a couple times <sighs> and just crushes it into dust. You and him still have two actions remaining. Oh, actually, that would have been 24 damage, by the way, actually, because the boost idle on. Um, my hyena is going to stay, Carcat is going to stay in back and whimper where he belongs. Numathus, on the other hand, is going to attack the skull on the, is this left or right? That's That'd right. That'd be his right, yes. We're going to attack that one, and we're going to, if I did bite, it would be minus five, right? So we want a claw. Claw will still be at a minus, but just a minus four. Oh. So if what you about click- this? Uh, he shouldn't have a fist? <laughs> There's a fist there. That's crazy. I will map for claw. Well, first oh, wait a minute. Huh. Well, uh, so that would have been a 28 before, by the way. Uh, I just forgot to give him his plus one due to the gradual ability, you know, automatic ability progression. Point being, like, he gets, he gets, uh, magical. He, uh, he gets a plus one to all attacks at second level, just like all of you do. Oh, yeah. So should I click map four? Yeah. A nine, unfortunately, won't cut it. Oh, darn. So Numathus reaches forward, just, just dust billows out of his jaws as, like, bone fragments fall as he opens his mouth and lashes out with a backhand to try to get this other one. And, you know, being a backhand with a claw doesn't exactly go well. He's like, mm, if I was in my real form, well, I'd probably kill you, Caritas, and everyone here. But that would have killed that guy. I know. I know too, and I'm sad. I know you are. <laughs> Our turn is over. I thought I had three, two actions left. Does Claw Claws too? So, you're right, you still have one action left, my bad. 
How much action is summon animal? Three, Three actions. That would take you a whole turn. Okay, just double checking. Um. You could have him claw again, or you could some you could tell your hyena to move forward and attack. My hyena is staying back. Okay. My hyena is gonna be so useful, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll try to. That's not what I want to do. That was wrong. Don't Are look you at that sure? one. It's wrong because I cl- I didn't do the minus four. We can just it's minus eight because it's second attack, third attack, but we can still use that one. It All just right, you know subtract eight for a natty twenty for a total of twenty one. We're not even gonna roll damage because uh, even without the damage die, that's still twelve damage, which is enough to kill him. Yay! And now it is <laughs> seven head number three's turn. He's the only one left, mm-hmm. and not being smart, he's just gonna attack. Uh, let's go ahead and roll a d6. 1, 2 is going to be Talithel, 2, uh, 3, 4 is going to be Rickethy, and 5, 6 is going to be New Mothis. That's a 1, Talithel, baby. Uh, let's go with a jaw attack. For a, six, for a total of 22, that is what we in the business like to call a hit, baby. I rolled it again instead of doing damage. There we go, that is 2 points of damage. My boy is dying. Talithel's dying? He's, he's dead. Talithel's dead? He's on the floor. He's bleeding out. He is? Two points of damage, and now he's... Tell my wife! <laughs> you have a wife? No. I didn't think so. I thought you were... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were the what? Nothing. Hmm. I forgot every religion isn't Catholic, okay? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I'm Catholic. Okay. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm Catholic, though. You're right. Uh, okay. I mean, darn. Anyway... So that's a total of two points of damage, so he's really feeling it. The seven head is going to just continue to back on him like it uh, does because it is a seven head with not a lot of brain power. That'll miss. Uh, And it's just going to attack again because, again, seven head at a minus eight. That was close, actually. Well, it would have hit. You know what I mean. Yeah. Hits once, misses twice, and that is their turn. For his part, Talithel has the good grace to look a little sheepish, like, oh, it's okay, buddy, let's just put you to rest, okay? <laughs> and then he puts his hand atop the skull and casts Kill. This guy is going to make a fortitude save, I believe. We're going to look it up. <laughs> That's a fortitude save, baby! Uh, 23 will, in fact, make it. However, um, you know, it's... Not a critical success, so he still takes half of 1d8 damage as Talithel expends a spell slot. Uh, he takes zero damage. <laughs> Talithel looks a little embarrassed and then channels the energy into his hand again, like, okay, um, for realty this time? <laughs> uh, that is a another 19. Uh, he takes one point of damage. <laughs> I like a little, uh, which is actually popped up to two points of damage due to unknown reasons, such as perhaps a weakness to positive damage. Mm-hmm. Talithel then is exasperated and casts a slightly different uh, burst of energy. It looks pretty similar to a heal spell. Uh, let's see, this time he completely fails though. The <laughs> seven head and takes, he just disintegrates. Oh, bye. Bye. Talithel kind of goes, okay, so that wasn't my best moment, but I did exercise him. You did your best. We did our best. We Rick all did. I don't know if Rickethy did his best, but... That's I'm sure it was his best. Uh, no, 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 that was just a... <clears throat> that was a little show I put on. It wasn't, it wasn't my best. You, you'll see. It, was, it wasn't a very good show either. I'm sure well, you'll do great, Rickethy. You just needed to warm up. 
if you need help warming up, I can uh, heal. Do you have any wounds that need healing? Like, or are you just, you know, rusty? Uh, I, I, I prefer water. Here's, uh, here's uh, what? Here's some water. <laughs> he pulls out like a small flask. Here's some, here's some water, I guess. Anyway, uh, he just pours it over his face. So now you very happy. So now you're a wet rat man. Yes, he likes being a wet rat man. It's his favorite state of being. Harry <laughs> Toss watches intently. I just wanted what? to I just wanted to bring up um, how nicely symmetrical the chairs in this room are. I they all just, look the same and they're all um, I same want well, uh, Talithel ignores the, uh, the shot at Rose's artistic ability and, uh, continues forward. Um, there are, okay, so there are, looks like there are two more rooms. There are two intact doors behind that third door over there. Um, so like in this room to the north, there is a intact door to the south. There is an intact door and to the west. Uh, there's not an, an non-intact door. You're probably going to have to come back here to deal with the rest of the undead if there are any back there once that door has actually been cleared out. If that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. So should we go left or right? There's not really any difference between the doors that I can tell, but, um, you know. Can my hyena smell? Yeah, your hyena does not want to smell. It does not like the smell down here. Oh, do you smell anything, Carcat? I don't know how hyenas sound. Like a laugh. Ha ha! No, I I don't. Don't I have like a smelling ability? I think so. Some sort. Oh, aren't you a sewer rat? Yeah. Yeah, I know. So you have resistance against poison and diseases. Well, I'm gonna make the call to go uh, north if we are not going to decide. North it is. North it is, baby. What was the other option? South. Oh, I say south. I have a good instinct. I mean, you can go south if you want. I'm not gonna let him go south alone. He's my responsibility. That sounds like a you. Pro- <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, then let's go south. Oh, oh god. Uh, conveniently, on oh, you guys all actually. Conveniently, it's the same exact size. Just doesn't have uh chairs or or a table in there. So, the southern door. Is, looks exactly like the northern door, which looks similar to the double doors up behind you. Or, you know what I mean, the way you came in. What dark wood that is mad, that looks to be faintly magically preserved, not much else you can tell about it. Opening up the door, you see a skeleton slumped against the wall. And it's just, there's also like some barrels, half rotten, some crates, fully rotten, that sort of thing. Just like it was a storage area, but everything's rotten away over time. There's not really, any, besides the skeleton, there's really nothing of note here. There's not like a weapons rack. There's not like a magical chest that's like that with a red arrow on it. There's not any other doors. It's just a storage room with a post with a dead guy in it. Interestingly, <laughs> the skeleton is missing its left arm, and it does it does seem to be holding something. Can I investigate? You may not. We're moving on to the next room. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> so you go forward. Uh, I'm, I'm a Talithel blasts off a, cu- a cursory divine lance at it just to make sure it's not undead. 
uh, a wave of good hits the skeleton and nothing happens. So he gives you the go ahead and you go forward, grab the, uh, not grab the skeleton. You pick up the skeleton and put it in your sack for later. I won. Uh, no, you, you go over, kind of move its arm a little bit. Its head lows forward. Uh, uh, you can try to catch it if you want, but like otherwise it would just hit the ground. Try As to catch you, it. You try to catch it. You do catch it. I'm not even going to make you roll anything. It's just a flavor fall. You grab the, the thing it's holding, put the head back on, give it a little bit of a, 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 a polish, make it nice and shiny. Um, so the thing that you, that it was holding was, appears to be a leather-bound journal. Opening it up, which I'm assuming you do, Yes. It's, it just seems to be the journal of from a date a hundred or so years ago of a common fisherman. However, the last couple of pages are soaked with blood. So, uh, reading from what you can gather, you just like see the word Ogothoa, friends, revelry, and then the last couple of pages are just, you see, again, like just a couple of phrases here and there, like earthquake trapped us, regretting, oh gods, please, don't want to, that sort of thing. You can go ahead and make me a society if you would like. On 11. It appears to be something from what you can gather uh, with this, the, the points that are soaked in blood. When the earthquake hit, he was down here trying to sort of integrate himself with this group of Urgothoan worshippers. And when the earthquake hit, they were like, oh, hey, cannibalize. And, you know, he was a part of that. And he regrets it, but he appears to have died all alone, trying to oh. get away from the rest of that. While the others ate the uh, other people and themselves. Oh, Auto cannibalism. Okay. Um, Would you guys like to do anything else in this room? Uh, Lisa, there's just like rotting stuff. Yeah, there's not much to do here. Can I keep the journal? Sure. I keep the journal. It's cursed. You're cursed now. Probably. So you. Uh, keep you but you pocket the journal. Talithel requests to have a look at it and nods solemnly, says a little prayer for his soul, even though you know it's been a century since he died, so it's he's probably already been judged. Almost oh, certainly been judged, unless there's some real backlog. I'm assuming you'd like to go through the door to the north next. Yeah. Opening up this door, you see a completely different sight from the room before. Or even the um you see a completely different sight from the table with the skeletons or the rotten storeroom. Here, there's that fly-like picture, I that fly-like symbol I mentioned. Oh, let me pull up Urgothoa. Here is what the symbol of Urgothoa looks like. Mm-hmm. That is on a tapestry behind an altar. Behind the altar is a chair with another skeleton in it with a scythe propped up against their shoulder. And as soon as you open the door, the skeleton kind of jerks to on life. Just you see dust falling off of the, the bones that have been sitting there for untold years as the skeleton kind of jerks up and looks over with a blue light in its eyes and just rasps out, What? Hi. What year is it? <laughs> 4720 AR, you say? <laughs> yeah. Rickety's afraid. Rickety's afraid? Rickety's a little bit. Yeah, he is. It's been... It's been too long. Why are you down here? 
got some convolds trying to help fix the place after the earthquake. <sighs> Would you like to perhaps just join me? In join? My... Yes. Uh-huh. Join you in what? Death. Undeath. No, thank you. Blessed servitude. Blessed watch. No, oh, I, I like my skin. You can... Have you heard of a lich? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can be a undead with the skin. It's not that hard. I just don't have it. Can you be an undead with fur? Probably. Oh. Let me make a knowledge religion check. <laughs> yes. What? Well, you're... That's a tempting offer, but I'd have to decline. I'm really sorry. That... That's your loss, then. Do you mind leaving so we can fix this place? Leave? Why would I leave? So we can fix this place? Why would I leave an altar to the Pallid Princess so that way you can desecrate and destroy it? You know, religion isn't um my forte. Uh, Elfman, how you doing? Yeah, I think we should just kill him. Oh, well, I mean, we could... Sh- yeah, I like that Elfman. Oh. We don't want to try to reason with the poor man. He can talk. We can. We'll just. Why don't we just release? He's an abomination. We need to release his soul unto the afterlife. To that way, Saren Ray. That way, Phrasma can judge him. Yeah, I remembered why I wasn't going to ask you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Saren Ray hates undead. Well, I mean, can I do a charisma check so I can convince him to be a nice person? You can try diplomacy. <laughs> To make an impression, I guess. Well, wow. Oh, <laughs> I got a twenty-three. Uh, let's see. His will DC that is a success. Well, and his attitude goes from a hostile to unfriendly. Well, Mister Skeleton Man, I mean, we're not really trying to desecrate your god's grave. We're trying to bring this place back to its former glory, just without cannibalism and murder. Yeah. You would deny. The pallid princess, her sacred rights. Can't you eat the pheasants or something? (laughs) Sorry, that was funny. You know, uh, other stuff. I mean, what's the joy in that? Uh, they taste pretty good. So would you. You could use seasoning. No, no, no. I'm a, I'm, I'm a dirty rat boy. You don't want me. Okay. Well, what about the lizard man or the elf boy? Well, I mean, I can't speak for anyone besides myself, but I would say my tesh is very, um... Naturally! Not good. It doesn't taste good. You know, every time I've been bit, everything always kind of spits it back out. Well, what if I just chopped you up first into little bites? I still want it taste good. That's one way to find out, don't you think? He stands up. (laughs) I'm trying to be really nice to you, okay? And you're making it really hard. You know, have you ever considered that you're being rude? Have you ever considered... Just being arisen after your death to serve me and the princess no. and Jagathul. Who? You don't know who Jagathul is. Who's Jagathul? Oh, you know. You met him already. What? Don't you know the one with the crown? Um. Uh, the undead with the crown that you the, not the, the undead. The, yeah, not undead yet. Well, yeah. If you turn, if you look at the way you came, the skull of that skeleton is gone. Oh, well, I tried to convince you, but it seems force is necessary to bring you into my servitude. How about you just lay down and die? Okay, I guess we'll kill him. I told y'all we should have killed him. Sometimes uh, <laughs> diplomacy can work. <laughs> uh, everybody roll initiative. 
Okay. Ooh, nice. I got 20. Not that. I lost. An abomination of a 20. I got a 7. Talithel? I, I somehow forgot his name, though I've said it like four times. Talithel. Uh, got a 22. And what'd you get, Karina? 7. Perfect. You didn't add any modifiers. Uh, nope. Because I forgot how to do that already. Uh, so if, uh, your perception is plus 6. So you have a plus 6 to initiative. And that's using another oh, skill. Cool. So you got a 13 in total. Uh, let me just go ahead and make that for you. And then let's roll for, uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, Jidaz. It's a cool name. Oh man, he rolled a two. So now he's only <laughs> going set. <laughs> no, he got it. Yeah. First up is going to be Talithel. And he is just not going to pull any punches. First thing he's going to do is he is going to cast, uh, he's going to hold out his holy symbol and up, hold it above his head and then just make a swiping motion downwards and say, kneel. He's casting command. This man is going to make a will save. He fails. Uh, my boy is prone. Uh, then Talithel is just going to do 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 over here. Uh, that's his turn. By the light of Saren Ray, we should probably kill this dude. Yeah. Oh, now it is Caritas' turn. I'm going to act together, boost Eidolon, move 20 feet here, and then I'm gonna bite. Darn it. I mean, he is prone, so it was still a minus two. I got 11. Yeah, that still won't make it. Uh, he's, you still have two more actions remaining. So Numoptis runs across his magic, uh, just pours into his already deeply magical bones, which uh, runs over, bites down, and just hits air. I'm going to bite with a minus five. Twelve. Shockingly, still a miss. Great. One action left. I'm going to claw with a minus eight. Oh, no. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Still a miss. It's weird. What a team we are. Like, you could have sworn Numathus rushes forward. Hum, hum. This is embarrassing. Yes, it is. You're embarrassing me. I'll kill you. You wish. You're right. Rickethy, your turn is up. Rickethy, uh, I'm gonna... How far can I move? Uh, 25 feet. That's five squares. Oh, hey, I can move. Okay, I'm gonna move up to the dude. And then I'm gonna... Oh, well, it left. Never mind, he's already flat footed. I was gonna say you could faint so that way you could get your panache and then use a oh. finisher to deal an extra 2d6 damage. I was gonna say, I could just roll across him and then smash Yeah, you can do that instead. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. <laughs> so I'm gonna roll this way. Make an acrobatic check? And then, um, uh, acrobatics, acrobatics, acrobatics. I can read, it's fine. There it is. I rolled a 6, but I got Four 14. Love. Well, that does not beat his reflex DC. So you're still over there, and you did trigger a reaction because of how Tumble Through works. If you fail, you trigger reactions as if you had left his base. So he's going to make an attack of opportunity against you. Thankfully, oh, with a minus five, with a minus two penalty because he's prone. So it's going to be this minus two. Uh, will a 27 hit you? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you take 26 <laughs> points of damage. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Because it was a crit. I have. Wait, was it a crit? Hold on. It wasn't a crit. Your AC is 19. Okay. It was not a crit. We're going to re-roll that. Oh, that was gosh. <laughs> it's only six. <laughs> okay. Uh, you still have one action remaining? Uh, I'm going to slash him with my beard. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> I rolled a three. Uh, but with all my stuff, it's a 12 in total. Uh, shockingly, 12 didn't hit with Numathus. 12 does not hit with uh, Rickety. <laughs> you haven't hit him once, and he almost, like... <laughs> I haven't hit I... a single person one time this entire game. Rickety's doing great, sweetie. I've just been rolling. Yes. I'm just rolling around. Guess whose turn it is. Gray. He is going to lumber to his feet and uh, look disdainfully at Rickethy. <laughs> really? You thought you could tumble across me, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, saying this, he's going to slash at Numathus as he's more scared of the dragon than he is of you. As he should be. Uh, will 26 hit? Yeah. That is going to be seven points of damage. So he uh, uh, gets up to his feet and just slices across Numathus's chest, so you take seven points of damage. Okay, Numathus doesn't take it, you do, because you have shared hit points. Because hit point, his hit point total isn't actually accurate at all. Uh, like, his only says he has like 20 or something, whereas you you have like 30. Uh, I'm going to treat that, that previous thing of, you idiot, as an intimidation check. Can I roll this? Hello? Andre doesn't like us today. Alrighty, we're going to do slash R, D20 plus 9. I don't think a 13 will beat you, will DC? It is not. Uh, that's his turn. Next up <laughs> is my boy Talithil. Talithil is uh, a little worried. Aha, everyone is within range. He is going to clasp his hands together and say, Oh, Serenrae, please grant us your light, uh, your light of mercy so that way we may send this creature upon its dual rest. He's going to cast three a heal with three actions, which means everybody is going to regain 1d8 hit points. Everyone regains two hit points. Lovely. Uh, carry toss, you only regain it once, even though Numathus is, is within. And this man is going to have to make a fortitude save. Oh. He succeeded. He takes one point of damage. That is going <laughs> to be Talithel's turn because it takes three actions to cast heal with three actions. Surprising nobody. <laughs> Simple math. Carry toss, you are up. What does Tanglefoot do again? Uh, reduces speed. Oh. Oh. Well, it's time to boost, act together, boost Eidolon. My greatest hits, bite, strike nine. That's a 25 hit. Here's the thing. It does. Go ahead and roll damage. Yeah. Uh, so that is all, that's going to be nine damage. However, it's it's a skeleton. Uh, if you remember, the skeletons aren't exactly weak to piercing damage. So he takes, mm-hmm. he takes some damage. Uh, you still have two actions remaining. If I were to breathe fire on the skeleton, would it hit Rickethy? You could angle it so it wouldn't. I would like to breathe fire on said skeleton. I'm scared. Rickethy, you die. <laughs> um, do I, I just do the D6? Yeah, just roll a D6. You can do it in or out of foundry, I don't care. Alrighty, I'm not even gonna roll for a uh, for reflex save. He takes no damage. Great. <laughs> oh, roll a D4 for he me as well. the right people for this job. Alright, so you can use it again, uh, next. Uh, no, the turn after next. I have one more action? Nope, breath weapon is two action activity. Oh, great. I'm doing well. Rickethy, your turn. Yes. Now that if you fainted, if you fainted against him, you would get panache and he would be flat-footed. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm gonna do that. Oh my god. Oh my god. I rolled a friggin' two! Jesus Christ, <laughs> you rolled d20s, right? Yes. <laughs> That's what we in the business like to call a critical failure. God. You are flat-footed against- Oh, God. 
<laughs> you will that footed against all melee attacks the target attempts against you until the end of your next turn. Oh my god. Uh, you still have two actions left. Alright, well... You could make a recall knowledge to figure out like its resistances, you could st uh, take a step back, uh, so that way you could attack with your whip at range. Yeah, I'm gonna step... can I not? That will still be within his range, so if he wants to attack you. Now here's the thing, what I was saying is, is move back here, because if you take the step action, uh, he doesn't get reactions from it. Whereas if you stride, oh, okay. he'll get an attack of opportunity, which you know he has because he hit you. Yeah. Don't like, okay, I'm gonna do that and then I'm gonna whip him. Nice. <laughs> Make the attack? Yeah, I'm trying. Mm -hmm. Got 15. Misses. Uh, and that's my entire turn, right? Yep. <laughs> We're doing great. Rickety sobs in the corner. Rickety just can't roll above a two. <laughs> well, skeleton's turn. Uh, oh, actually, technically that was a 14 because you're frightened of him. Oh man. But, you know. Uh, so, Rickety, not Rickety, the, the skeleton, his mouth opens and a little bit of like blue steam comes out, sort of like, not steam, mist comes out. My name is Jadaz, and you will be my pets. He once more just slashes down at New Mothis. I say down, but you know what I mean. Yeah. That hits a lot. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, oh guys, no. There's only other players left, but you know, it's time for Karatos to die. Yeah, that's a natural 20 with a scythe. Mm. Okay, so that's 16 damage plus another d10 because it's deadly. That's 26 points of damage. Ooh. Are you unconscious? I am unconsciously. He bisects oh. Numathis. His go uh, his blood splatters like a little bit of his blood gets on Rickety before evaporating as he does. Ah. Um, Hi, uh, we're doing great. Yeah. I mean, Part this is my first session to battles so usually go like this. Uh, or is it just Rickety distracting everyone? He's just too voluptuous. <laughs> he's, he's too okay, just busy whining. He's very upset. Uh, well, that is the that is one action. At least I'm far away. He's going to 5, 10, 20. What's his movement speed? Please, only. Oh, his movement speed is 25. He's going to move up towards Talithel and attack once more. Oh, that's a miss. Oh. My God! Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want to pull punches. Are y'all gonna die <laughs> from one skeleton man? All podcast over, we all died. <laughs> uh, well, next up is Talithel's turn. Hmm. What's his armor class? <sighs> you don't know how 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 often you'll be hit. He's just gonna move. He's gonna move right here and take the attack of opportunity. That's a crit. Wish I had been nicer to you while you were alive. While you were both alive. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, that's that's thirty-two points of damage. You know, if everyone dies, I can just run away. <laughs> You're free at last. You know what? I'm going to let him get this off before he goes unconscious. <laughs> he is going to cast a heal spell on Caritas. Yay. You are going to regain one d eight. Plus eight hit points. You regained thirteen hit points. Wanna die? I haven't even gotten to go in my tragic backstory. Yeah. I just so. got my hyena. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're no longer you're no longer unconscious. By the way. Yay. 
You're still prone though, and you are wounded. He is unconscious. Oops. And dying. Severely dying, by the way. <laughs> We're going to end today's tonight's episode there. Um well, I don't really know what to say. I didn't expect this fight to go this way. Um at all. Jesus. Uh, I will see you guys in two weeks. And I hope you survive. Me too. I, me too. I mean, I'm pretty okay. I can just... <laughs> I'm just vibing. You walk into Grospec's uh, office? His office. <laughs>